Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, it is that time of the week. Time for a Bob Pompiani showdown. Ron against Mimi against Ron. One-on-one, mono-on-mono. But first, I want to say very quickly, we were talking about this during the break, Ron, and when uh, I think you went out to uh, pee, quite frankly. Uh, I think that Pickett, by addressing this today, and I understand why he did. He feels like his character was attacked. But by addressing this today, he has now made it a story nationally. Nobody, because the mainstream media was not reporting this yesterday. But now we have a headline at the Post-Gazette that says Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett shoots down reports he refused to be a backup. Now people look at that headline and say, wait, what? What, what, re- happened? what report? And, and now it, it spreads the story. Now I see on ESPN.com, which had nothing on this yesterday because, again, it wasn't in the mainstream yesterday. First top headline, Pickett denies rumors he refused to be QB2 on Sunday. That's going to be on every single show on ESPN, Fox, whatever else. Now it's become a story. So I think sometimes, even though you have a strong desire to defend your character if it's not yet out in the mainstream. And it's often, by the way, been the Steelers' tack to just ignore things. Absolutely. I was just that g- can sometimes be the best way. I was going to say that that has always been their tact. Take the hit for a day. Right. No matter what it is, right. take the hit, and then everybody moves on to the next story. Th- and this instead of dragging beginning. it out for two or three days. Right. No, that's always been their philosophy. Now this one hits the news cycle. Stephen A. Smith, everybody else on earth is going to be looking into this and addressing it. And probably some will be ripping him because somebody's always got to take one side or the other. And speaking of that, Bob, well, it's time for a showdown. Seth, don't call me Seth, Sean. Don't, has hey, it. Sean knows that? what's going on. Welcome to today's uh, Tuesday showdown between Joe Starkey and... And Ron Cook, we got uh, a lot to get into, and uh, about a minute and a half yeah, to we, do it. So no, we have twenty-five it. minutes. <laughs> all right, the clock is all malfunctioning now. Uh, I'm going to start with this: coaching malpractice. Mike McDaniel's of the Dolphins left Bradley Chubb into the game in a fifty-six to nineteen game. Now you will say he's not a quarterback. What does it matter? What it matters is he's their best inside linebacker, their best. He's their best tackler. Period. Ron, how much? Of this is on yeah, Mike McDaniel's. I, I, given all the other injuries he has in the defense, you, some people still got to play, though. I mean, fifty-six gotta, to nineteen. Yeah, well, we got to. You you can't rest twenty-four guys. He's 22 a star. Guys. You could rest him. 
Yeah, well, absolutely you could, but you didn't know he was going to get hurt. Tua was in there late too, right? No, he got injured early. Okay. And when the game was still Yeah, I mean, you want to try to save your best players, and I'm sure McDaniel is, you know, kicking himself because he's not going to have them for the rest of the year. That's a big loss for them. Crazy at 56. Here's the thing. They lost their best pass rusher three weeks ago to a torn Achilles. They only had Chubb left. Right. You have to, and I heard McDaniel's and, and ex- explanation today, and it went on for 10 minutes. Xavier Howard went out, too. Like, He's in, in the same game. What he are you doing? Off. What are you doing? What are we doing here? Call off the – it's 56 The to fight 19. is over. The fight is over for the day. All right, Seriously, with that, with that he in just, mind. He just may have cost his team – Absolutely. They're, uh, they're severely compromised and may go into the playoffs now as a wild card. Definitely take the over, and when they play at home, they score a lot, but they'll give up a lot too, which leads us to John Harbaugh. This week he has not come out with a plan yet about who he plays if he plays uh, any of his starters. Now, he only has so many choices here, uh, Ron, but uh, he also, as part of his comment, was talking about how he you know, doesn't like necessarily the rest is great, but it's a lot of inactivity. Three weeks. So the question would be how much – and Tony Dungy – thought differently about how he handled his situation when they had clinched a little earlier back in the day with Peyton Manning. And he said if he had to do it again, he would have not done what he did. What do you think John Harbaugh – What did he Harbaugh, do? Well, he, he, he did not play a lot of guys on a regular basis. And as a result, their first playoff game was awful. Their their execution was terrible. Not that that's tied Joe, to this. Joe and I talked about – it's. I don't think it's an easy call. Um, I probably would not play Lamar, take a chance not to play Roquan Smith, maybe Ronnie Stanley, guys – now, I, I saw he said we're going to let the injuries figure in for a couple days, and then I'll decide. Anybody who's banged up at all, I don't play. But I get the fact that three weeks is a long layoff, and it and it bite, uh, it bit the uh, Ravens in the butt in 19. I think an excuse in 19. I think they got hammered by Derrick Henry. I see too many teams rest their quarterbacks in the final week and do just fine. I realize this is an extra week. But to me, it's very simple. You finally have a chance to go into the playoffs with a healthy Lamar. You finally have that chance. After two years of that completely imploding your season, him being hurt, and there's only one way to squander that chance, and that's to put him on the field on Sunday. I'm with Peter King. I would have him watching from a sports bar, Bob, in (laughs) bubble wrap from a sports bar. I have the chance to have Lamar on the field for the playoffs. You already have home field advantage throughout. I'm no. not squandering that. I'm not taking any risk with that. I've no. already seen two seasons go up in smoke when I might have made the Super Bowl. I agree. I would not play him. There's no reason to play him. Others I would have to at, at some point, and maybe some of them play a half, and then you get everybody out of there. We'll see. Meanwhile, And I, I saw a back. story, just to interrupt very rudely. I went back and watched. Did Ben rest in those Super Bowl years? He didn't. But you guys both remember December 28th, 2008, meaningless game against the Browns. Ben carried off on a board. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember the that. Thumbs yeah. up, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't also, want, you know, no, 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 I'd rather no, just not no, play him. I don't want to have now, any Now, Ben of didn't play his rookie year in Buffalo, and Buffalo needed the win. That was a Donahoe team. That was great. The Steelers, that was that was the coming out party of Willie Parker, yes, if I'm not was. mistaken. Right? And a little bit of James Harrison. And yeah. they beat they beat. Buffalo and kept them out of the playoffs with their backups. 
Baltimore could Baltimore do the same thing. Baltimore did that a few years ago to That's the what they did with RG3. With RG3. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, so Tyler Huntley knows how to play, too. It's Tyler like Huntley it. beat him last year. He's right. a pro bowler. So did Anthony Brown in the same game. All right, I want to go back to uh, Saturday night. Uh, watching Detroit and watching Dallas. I thought the officials in this game completely botched it. I, I do think maybe that you know Dan Campbell got a little too carried away with trying to the gamesmanship. Right. But – there was no question in my mind that uh, Taylor Decker went over and reported. F- first of all, what should the NFL do to some of its officials? This this group was downgraded as a result, which admits by the NFL that they botched this somehow, and it caught it had playoff significance all over the place. What what needs to be done with officials? Do they need to be full time? What would you do to change? So many badly called games this year. Try to make the rules simpler that they don't have so much to worry about. Have a guy in the sky, maybe. Um, I, I'm not into full-time officials. What are they going to do for around the clock? I mean, watch tape over and over yeah. and over again. Yeah, I'm I not, think so. <laughs> I'm not in favor of that. I, I'm going to maybe try to simplify the rule book, but I think having a guy upstairs to like instantly correct bad calls. What they're already doing. Downgrade them, make them ineligible for the playoffs. Fire but it, but, but or, it messes and up. Or, and or fire them like they do uh, in this Detroit world. Detroit had a chance to get a number one job. seed, Joe. They had that ripped away from them on what was a great play design and execution of that play. Right, and the officiating of, crew was downgraded, and and those guys won't work the playoffs. This yeah, is but the it same, won't stop the problem. This is the same crew, by the way, that blew the non-interference at the end of Chiefs-Packers. Same crew. Right, same crew. Yeah, so that's but that's, and but speaking of this, I think that the Lions were a little bit too cute with this. Three guys approached the official. You're asking for problems when you're making it that convoluted, even if you go to them before the game. Okay, here's what's going to happen if we use this play. Seventy and sixty-eight are going to walk up to you. Sixty-eight's going to pretend he's in, but he's not in, and then seventy-two is going to run off the bench and scrape near you and then go to the it's, – it's asking for too much. Did you ever hear an announcement from Brad Allen? Yeah, he announced the wrong guy was eligible. So he announced 77 was well, Whoever was the guy who wasn't eligible, okay. well, he at announced that point, it. I mean, if Detroit had a problem with that, they should have at that point said, wait a minute, no, 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 let's take – Do you, can you take a timeout there? What well, do you, there goes the surprise, though, if you yeah, do that. Yeah, I mean, okay, hold yeah, on a second. You, if, you got the wrong guy. But if yeah. you make it, there is no surprise. If 77 is eligible, they're not going to cover 68. No, the whole point was they wanted the Cowboys to be confused as to that. who was eligible between those three guys. Well, then. then it was it, too complicated, It was Bob. too complicated, okay. And then Dan Campbell got lost in his emotions, and, and after the penalty, kept going for two. It. At some point, you have to take the kick. Ron, don't point. you just go to overtime at yeah, that take point? Take your chances, absolutely. All right, let's move along. Time is short. We're going to get into it. No, it's not, Bob. Keep going and enjoy (laughs) yourself. Comeback player of the year, Joe, in the NFL. Three legitimate choices here would be number one, um, DeMar Hamlin. Number two, Baker Mayfield. Number three, Joe Flacco. Now, performance doesn't necessarily have to be the overall reason for this. I looked at this rule or, or the description of the award. But you would think that performance has some role in this, who would be your choice? I mean, there is no choice for me. It's DeMar Hamlin. Guy died on the field. Literally stopped breathing on a football field, and it looked like there was going to be... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. A tragedy the likes of which we've never seen before. And now he's back on a team, and he played He played a little bit this little year, bit. right? Not much. That oh, in and of yeah. itself makes this. All right, let me let me take him. Okay, let me he, take him out. Not only does there. he win this year, it's the all-time comeback. Right, it's the all-time of the comeback story. from death. So I'll take him out. Yeah, of it. not if, many guys. If you do had that. a choice between Flacco and Bay- Baker Mayfield, what would you? Uh, Flacco easily. Yeah, Flacco. I would say Flacco easily. easily. Flacco. If you're Cleveland next year, do you bring Joe Flacco back? Yes, one hundred percent. Peter King yes. spoke to that with us earlier today. Okay, so und- uh, how do you contractually do it? And how about if he gets other offers? Well, you have to outbid people if you think he's worth it. So you're saying that – so what do you do with uh, Deshaun Watson? That's a great question. Let me, let me, let me, let me throw him, one back you? at you. They're talented enough to go to the Super Bowl. What if Flacco takes them to the Super Bowl? Then what do you do? Well, I, I'd say bring him back no matter what anyway. I don't yeah. care. He's already spent a ton of money. I'd figure out a way to give him whatever he wants. And I mean, this him. is for them. It's going to be a one-year deal any way anyway. to get out from under Deshaun Watson, even with a huge financial penalty, is manna from heaven. The Broncos are doing it with Russell Wilson. And th- this whole Watson thing has been a disaster. And who's to say Joe Flacco can't keep it up, by the way? How old is he, Ron? 38? I think 38. Yeah, 38, going to be 39. What's Aaron Rodgers, 41? What was, what was Tom Brady, 43 and still winning? Flacco looks normal. He looks better in some ways than he ever did. He's still got that arm, man. Yeah. Boy, he's got eight picks. 13 touchdowns and eight picks. Well, he's eight winging picks, it. The eight picks are a little bit concerning. But he, you know what? He goes game, to the sidelines, and he's immediately thinking, I'm going to go back out and do it again. Yeah. Scared he, money is – Scared what, money what? don't make money. <laughs> That's, That's exactly the right. I, I've heard it two weeks in a row. Scared, scared money, money don't, don't make, make money, money, Bob. That's it. If you're going to make money, you can't be scared about making it. Right. All right, let's talk about Pitt tonight. They play a game against North Carolina at the Peterson Event Center. Pitt is off to a good start. I think they no, have a pretty good start. They're not. They're off to a horrible I'm start. I'm talking about overall. Okay. If you just let me finish my own showdown, I'd explain what <laughs> I'm trying to get to you. They're all in the ACC. They're all in the tournament right now. What I'm trying to tell you is they have two ranked teams coming up, right? Now, that loss in Syracuse was directly traceable to terrible foul shooting. They should have won the game. But at the end of the year, they're going to. I think they'll be in a position where if they have enough quality wins that they could get in. So based on that, how important are these next two games? Who's the, and the next one against not, Louisville? Well, but I'm talking about ranked teams. You have NC and then you have Duke. Nine and 16 in the country. Well, not back-to-back, though. You have no. not Louisville in between. Which but is Louisville no is just Louisville. They stink. They're not good. They stink. They're oh, talking yeah. about firing the coach down right. there. I understand that, but you still have to go into Louisville and win. No, I understand, but I, that's not a signature win. I'm talking about when you look at these resumes at the end of it, you have to post some of these big-time wins. First of all, I'm highly concerned about Pitt because they're not off to a good start. Their resume right now obviously wouldn't get them near the NCAA tournament. But if they're they beat Owen- North Carolina tonight, 
It changes that. I think the guy it? doing the questioning doesn't have this the facts. This is unbelievable. How many times doesn't have the, they're can not, I answer the question? They're not off to a good start. Can I please answer the question? They're off to a bad start. <laughs> they're 0-2 in the ACC, and if this gets worse to 0-3 and then 0-4 against Duke, and who's to say they won't lose at Louisville? That's my question. If you beat Duke or North Carolina, at home especially, doesn't that erase some of those other losses? Yes, it does. But they need a few more than just Duke and Carolina. But they, they carry a lot of weight at the end. No doubt. Yes, for sure. But they're in trouble. I would say early on, Pitt is in major trouble right now. And if they don't make the NCAAs, that's a colossal disappointment because this is a very talented team. All right, one final. Ron really didn't get a chance to answer yeah, that. he did. I did. Did you? They're not off to a good start, I offered. That's not much. <laughs> Do you want to give more? No, I have nothing more to offer. All right. I have, I've not watched them play. <laughs> this I'll is, be honest. Put it this way. Tonight is a gigantic game for Pitt, and they better win. At right. home. No, I agree. All right, Penguins in action tonight against Alex Ovechkin. Two-part question number one, will Ovechkin catch Gretzky? He's not off to a great start. He can still do it, but he's going to need a lot more goals than he's gotten. And number two, who's a better goaltender right now, Alex Nadalkovich or Tristan Jari? They're both good for me. Um, that's one, I, I, that's I, an answer I, I would give you. I feel comfortable. <laughs> I feel comfortable with both of them. I mean, Jari's still the number one guy for me. Um, as far as Ovechkin, I think he's got seven goals in like 35 games. Right. That ain't good enough. No. He ain't How many does him. he need, Bob? Uh, like uh, uh, 70 or 80. Yeah, three goal, three years worth of 25 plus. Um, you know, I don't and see he's him, not gonna, I don't know, see him doing it. I mean, this, this, I mean, he, everybody runs into, you know, runs out of gas. I thought going into the year he had a hell of a chance. Now I don't. As far as a goaltender, though, I, I'm comfortable with either, but I'll still say Jari. What was the exact question? Who's the better goalie right now? Is that what you I'm asked? I'm saying about? who is your better goalie right now if you look at them? And they both have played well, which is nice. It's Nadelkovic. That would have been my He's answer, eight too. eight points ahead in save percentage. Jari's last two starts were very good. However. Also, yeah, I think he, he leads, shutouts. The, yeah. leads the league in shutouts. And, and he's, he's well, you know, that contract, we debated that contract over and over. When you think about a $5 million a year is not that much for a good goaltender. It really isn't. Yeah, there are teams suffering because they're not getting good goaltending. Exactly. But Nadelkovic has started, what, is he starting tonight? No, I think it's no, Jari. No, Jari. But I'll tell you what, he was, he was prominently played as one of the best goalies in the game with Carolina a few years ago, and I still remember that. They need to win tonight. Washington, one of the teams they're chasing, they're 7-1-1 in their last nine now. It, it obviously picks up the, you know, improves the outlook when you do that. Nadelkovic is fifth in the NHL in save percentage. I didn't well, he, when he's under fire, he's very good. He really is. Next. There is no next. We're at, what, 12-31? The ask clock's expired. Can you ask another question if you had one? Uh, well, I was going to ask you if transfer portal and NIL have ruined college bowl games, not the national championship games, but the other ones, because I think they really, have. I think they're awful. You know, I, watch Florida state do yeah, what they did. I mean, it was, they had like 12 guys out now, you know, people say next year it'll change going it will. to the 12 teams that if you're in the tournament, you're not going to opt out. But I think guys still are going to opt out. It's their future. It's their money. These games stunk for 40 years. But, but, I agree with that, But you think too. they're worse now? Because no, I do. I, don't. I think the competitive no. balance in, in even games that are not that meaningful has changed dramatically. No. I don't know if they're worse. I don't. Nobody watched them anyway. Nobody knows who. They're only hardcore. Could you name? What was the game? Florida State against who? Georgia. Georgia, Georgia. right. Uh, were you um, 
fluent on Florida State football players. I wasn't, and neither were ninety nine percent of the yeah, other people. Their starting in the quarterback country. and two starting wide receivers were two of the, were three yeah, of the two best running players. Backs. College football playoff ruined all the other bowls. Having too many bowls ruined all the other bowls for for people who are expecting a lot from bowls. Otherwise, it's just background music to the holidays or betting oasis. Yeah, that's and, what people do. They bet, and they great point. And the people who bet couldn't care less who's playing in the game. It's about the betting. Right. But I'll tell you who does care. Television executives. They signed up for some of this, spend a ton of money, and they got that game the other day, 63-3. to All right, one more quick question since we, you, we won't since pass. We don't no, care no, no, about no, the no, one more. So if Florida State goes and Alabama, let's just say Alabama or Texas doesn't, then that team wouldn't have played all their best players. You'd still have the same problem, right? right. It wasn't a Florida no. state sense Georgia, problem. everybody knows about Florida State's situation. Undefeated, they, they, you know, based on everything that was required, they should have been in it. They Let weren't. me pipe in with this, Should Bob. Georgia have been in there? <laughs> Georgia, to me, is still the best hold team on, in the country. Hold on, hold on, because I'm sorry. I, hold on. ESPN, the Oklahoma State-Texas A&M-Texas Bowl was up 18% from last year. I couldn't name one player on either team, and I'm sure both had opt-outs. So I'm not even buying the premise that this is getting worse television ratings. But I go am. ahead. You no, are? I am because I see is the results. I, see, I saw a quote from somebody uh, affiliated with ESPN concerning – well, of course, they do millions of television hours. They want it because that's, they can sell it. But they're overpaying for it, and the quote that he used was overpaying. Well, then for they're a stupid like because this. anybody who couldn't see that the that the college bowl yeah, system they, has no, been but, crap for but decades. When, but, but when they made these deals, it was four years ago. The, the, all four years this, ago, the bowls were crap too. Yeah, but now too many of them. Okay. Sportsnot.com. College football bowl TV ratings the first two weekends were a success. Go ahead, Bob. Go ahead, Bob. I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. If you're going to put it on and just that. What do you mean you don't agree with that? Because it takes into account bars. If you go to any bar, that's all they got on. Now you're reaching. And I'm not reaching. I'm telling you, that's the way it is. You think meters, people go, who meters, go to bars care about the actual players in the game? They just want a game up there they that they game, can bet on is, and look at. Exactly, which is my point. They're not really watching these games. They're on it, and it's a false indication of who's watching what. I deal with I see meters all the time. I know if you leave a television on it counts. You may not be watching. I don't know what they go by. You want hits, clicks, fine. Do it that way. But it just seems to me that you're paying an awful lot of money for a game that you hype up and promote and you get sixty three to three. I I'll be honest. I've not I I was on the plane, I saw the whole Rose Bowl game yesterday. That might have been the first minute of college football bowls I've seen. I just haven't watched them. I haven't watched. Well, I, I don't care. That's that's my point. That a lot of people don't, and these but guys I don't bet. are paying a ton of money. I don't bet, Bob. I hate to break this to you, but I'm going to anyway. SportsMediaWatch.com. Saturday's Georgia Florida State Orange Bowl averaged 10.3 million viewers per Nielsen ratings. Right. Making the largest audience for that game and, since 2017. Okay. Now, if you go back and look at the meter structure of that. Look what it was at the beginning, and look what it was at the end. Ron. And it drops. And, and, and Joe, for your knowledge, fourth quarter, yeah, Joe, you pay heavily. trying to educate you. You pay <laughs> heavily for the fourth quarter. This Bob, is I'm what, sorry, man. You can look at numbers you're any giving, way you want. You're giving viewers too much credit for discerning who's in and out of a game or whether it's a blowout or not. 
There's nothing else to watch if you like college football. And by the way, Again, to my by the point, way, it becomes pretty when compelling you put it when it's every score bar in every part of this country, you're inflating numbers. And I get it. That's if that's how you're going to measure it, go ahead. By Nielsen? I all right, can I I, I want to change a quick subject while we're talking about TV. Did you see the numbers for the Christmas Day games? Like NFL 29 million, NBA. 29 million, 27 million. Florio I think wrote it. He said, "There's no way the NFL won't play on Christmas Day next year." Did you see which the is NBA a Wednesday, ratings? Which is a Wednesday. He said they're not going to walk away from that kind of viewership. No, and did you see the NBA ratings opposite? No. Go look. Bad or good? Terrible. And they so, used to dominate it. So the moral of the story for me is, it's a country that's addicted to football, yes, and I am too. So in the NFL, everybody, oh my God, all these backup quarterbacks, who's going to watch? More people than ever. College football. So oh my th- God! You have people opting out of the games. Who's going to watch? Do you think more than ever? Do you think there'll be Wednesday games next Christmas? Sure. Why not? I think so too. Although the league is so, oh, we're not ever going to play on Tuesday or Wednesday. I'll bet they do. We just took up the whole hour. What do we do now? I don't know. Punt. <laughs> we might have to. Joe, you can head to the golf course. <laughs> we might have to punt. The 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by <laughs> – no, we're not there yet. Yeah, it's a, uh, we're fan, 22 minutes over. <laughs> fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder & Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Ron, are you up for a Mr. Reuter here? I think you might be. Listen to Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from the Baseball Card Castle in Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 937thefan.com contesting page. Joe, I'm having a little trouble following the clock. The sheet here said I'm supposed to do this at 12.18. Which is, what time is it now? Well, somewhere it's well, 12.38. No matter what, you're supposed to do it after the first segment of the hour. <laughs> All right. I, I do have a Mr. Reuter Plumbing mention that I want to talk about. Uh, I've been I've been speaking on behalf of Mr. Reuter Plumbing for I think three years now. I can't recommend them enough because I know how good they are. I know it's a it's a family owned business and family owned businesses mean something to me. Uh, Bob Beal started this company more than twenty years ago. His son Alex might be one of the techs who uh, works on the any kind of a plumbing problem uh, that you might have. There's over fifty trucks out on the road. Alex may show up at your house to uh, fix the problem. His daughter, Megan, may answer the phone if you call 412-ROOTER2, 412-ROOTER2, um, with, uh, you know, any kind of a plumbing problem. Uh, she will get you set up, and one of the 50-plus trucks out on the road every day will be at your home or business to fix the plumbing problem. Write down the number again, 412-ROOTER2. Check out the website, MrRooterPittsburgh.com. It doesn't matter if it's a major plumbing problem or something simple like a broken water heater. The only number to call, 412-ROOTER2. 21 years in this market, as I said. Bob Beal has built a plumbing company empire. Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.